Hello, everyone. Welcome to my second ever Statement Extra. And what that means is basically I'm just trying out some different formats uh, with these episodes with different types of content just to see what sticks, you know, what you listeners like and what you want to hear. So DM me on Instagram at Statement Mondays or email me natalie at statementmondays.com to let me know what you think about today's episode. And I'll give each of you who reaches out a shout out on our Instagram next week. Welcome to Statement Mondays, where we explore how different women harness their identities at work. I'm your host, Natalie Munster, and if you need a reason to be bold today, here it is. Today is Statement Monday. All right, so what are we going to do in this episode? Well, here is a sneak peek to get you excited. With more people getting vaccinated, we're going to see the roaring 20s for women. Women are are ready to connect, oh. ready to like re-engage, ready, like ready to take over the world. So I did a short interview with two badass women this time, and they're building something super cool. And I just really wanted to share their journeys with you. So look forward to that. But just a sec before that, let's hear what people are saying about Statement Mondays lately. I got a LinkedIn message from Shay C, who said, Hi, Natalie. I just listened to your episode of Statement Mondays with Kate Park and loved it. I'm so excited to keep listening. I know that tonight I'll just be trying to decide what my heels at work are. Thanks for creating this content. Well, thank you, Shay. And I should also mention that anyone listening is also welcome to find me on LinkedIn. You can just find me slash Natalie Munster in the LinkedIn URL. And one other one on Apple Podcasts. Isota Page left a review for Statement Mondays saying, this is an amazing podcast that I would highly recommend to anyone looking for inspiration and encouragement. Natalie is uplifting and precise as an interviewer and always has an intelligent and thoughtful perspective. Thanks for the great show. Thank you so much, Isota. It means a lot that you took the time to leave a review for me. Cool. So now for the interview that I promised. This is a really fun little collaboration between Statement Mondays and these two amazing women, Paula Hernandez and Jackie Newman, who are building this app called Yaya. I met Paula when I was randomly paired with her for a virtual icebreaker event with other women, and we had an amazing first conversation about our own hopes and dreams for the world and for our own lives. And she is so passionate about this community that she and Jackie are building right now, Uh, And their goal is to combat burnout and loneliness, which has been especially relevant in the past year with COVID. I can tell you personally, I definitely have had a hard time just not being able to go work in coffee shops. That's a little simple pleasure of mine. Or to take random art classes in person or dance classes and meet totally new people. So in the spirit of women supporting women, supporting women... I felt compelled to introduce you to Paula and Jackie and to actually share Yaya, which is this network and platform they're building just for women. So I have Jackie and Paula with me today who are working on an app called Yaya. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Paula. Thank you so much for having us. Tell me, tell me what Yaya is. Absolutely. Um, We are building a global community that uplifts and empowers women called Yaya. A Yaya is someone who has been there, done that, understands your reality and has your back. 
Our community will help connect you to other yayas as well as group coaching and individual coaching opportunities so you can achieve your personal and professional best. Well, I want to learn a little bit more about your journeys and what brought you together. Paula, would you like to start? Of course, Natalie. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having us here. Uh, it's been so lovely to meet you. <laughs> and we've met only once, uh, but this is amazing. We're so excited for what you're doing. Um, as maybe many people can recognize, my accent is Latin American. I'm from Colombia, born and raised. And I always thought that I was going to work, live, have babies, die in Colombia. <laughs> and be the U.S. was a complete surprise for me. I'm falling in love with the U.S. To start from the beginning, um, I loved math. I thought that I was going to be an industrial engineer and worked on math all my life. I had an amazing job when I was 22, and I had an abortion when I was, yeah, that age, 22. And that made me question a lot of things. The only thing that I kept thinking every day, Monday, like morning and night, was I just want to talk to someone. Um, I couldn't find people in my city, so I went on the internet and I started looking for groups, communities, and I couldn't find women to talk about it. I found a group in the U.S., but I just felt that they had different backgrounds. And although we had the pain of having gone through the same experience, it just didn't click for me. Mm-hmm. So I tried to find another another way to, you know, like get better and go through my own journey. Of what would this mean in my life? And for me, it became about kids and education. There's something that, can, that I can do for other kids that will help them you know, rise and shine and be their better, the better versions of themselves. And I said, you know what? I need a break <laughs> and I need to pursue my passion. And an opportunity kind of like arise, which was, hey, go to India and work in social enterprises. That's crazy. That's such a big jump. It is. And it is not. Um, my friends were going to business school and they were like, are you sure? Or do you want to go to business school? And I'm like, no, I'm sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm going to India. Um, and I think it's like one of the best decisions that I've made. Just like, don't think about it. This is what your heart is telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I arrived in India and personally and professionally it was such an amazing journey. I was really happy. Uh, I don't know. I just felt again that it was the first time in my life that I was giving myself permission to explore. Uh, and that I couldn't do before. Maybe it was in my head, but it was that liberation. And at the same time, I felt pressure, um, again, by society and my friends and my parents and my former employer. Everyone was getting their MBAs and they were getting fancy jobs in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and they were getting married. And I kind of felt um, that I was falling behind in a way. Um, And although... I was the happiest that I think I've been many, many years. Um, I think the fear was really strong. Um, And I almost, it makes me think almost like, I don't know, like a Star Wars. (laughs) I went over the dark side. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And the fear took over uh, Mm -hmm. in many, many ways. So I decided to go to business school. And then I felt that I wanted to give the U.S. another chance. It was like, what is that city that is going to make me fall in love with this country? And I I had been to San Francisco yeah. <laughs> once before. So it was beautiful. But honestly, it was not 
a rational decision. Again, it was something in my body. That Just instinct. Yes. Um, then I met Jackie after four years <laughs> of being in San Francisco. I think the perfect storm happened. Um, good things and bad things happened, but the year was really hard. My grandma died because of COVID and just the emotion that I was failing as a granddaughter, that I was failing as a daughter because I was not there to support my, my parents and I was not there to support my grandma. Um, while that was happening, I was going through a breakup and then all of that on top of working in a job that I loved um, as a consultant at McKinsey, but working really long hours when sometimes you just feel that you can't give more. Mm-hmm. And I think all of that pile up because you can't separate personal from professional. And that was the moment when I couldn't do, I couldn't do anything else. I broke and I had to take a pause. And taking that pause, I met Jackie and I met other women that became my friends. And that connection, knowing that you're not the only one going through a particular situation Mm -hmm. and women that can lift you up was what gave us the idea of maybe this is something bigger and maybe we're not the only ones feeling that we are emotionally burned out. So Yaya is really trying to do that. Can you find a community of women? Can you find your Yayas? Yeah. And can you find it in an easier way than having taken your entire life to find these people? So Jackie, tell me a little bit about yourself and what even led you to everything before meeting Paula, your co-founder for Yaya. Absolutely. So my mom was my hero growing up and introduced me to my first female role models through literature, actually, which is why I became an English teacher. Um, Laura Ingalls Wilder (laughs) from the Little House on the Prairie series, just like a female pioneer exploring the West. And then Joe March from Little Women, who was a character I immediately identified with as like this independent, tomboy, stubborn, who wasn't afraid to defy societal convention to pursue her own independent path. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I had had such powerful role models (laughs) growing up. So when I went to college, which is when you first get to begin to like pursue your own path, Mm -hmm. I think the K to 12 education system is a yellow brick road. And then at 18, you are now in the driver's seat of your own life. Um, And I actually chose to major in religion at Princeton because I've just always been so curious about how humans seek out community, connection, a sense of purpose. And I'm also curious how organizations can help facilitate it. I will say (laughs) I never would have imagined that a religion major would turn into an entrepreneur helping people find their purpose in the world. Like it makes a little bit sense now that you've told me, but I never would have proposed that. Well, I believe what this world needs is like an army of social workers. And a lot of people in religion are about like, how can we build community? How can we improve the well-being of others? And I started with high school because high school was so formative for me because that's those last four years of the yellow brick road. And what are we Mm -hmm. doing to prepare students to be in the driver's seat of their own life? Um, So that's what got me into education. One of the mindsets that I taught my students in Baltimore was how to see problems as opportunities. And I always wanted my students to feel like they weren't just victims of the world, that they could be change agents in the world. And so last year, 2020, I mean, catastrophic year with endless problems, 
And then I met Paula, who, as you've heard in this interview, <laughs> is a truly exceptional human being with uh, a heart <laughs> and a brain the size of three of three others. I don't know how to describe it. Um, I really believe uh, empowered women empower women. <laughs> and I want to be surrounded by inspiring people like Paula. And I want to empower people to become their best self and to achieve their potential. And then when they're there, to send the elevator back down to help other women get to that top floor. That's amazing. Very well said. And what what is a yaya? Where did that name come from? So it actually comes from ancient Greek. It means woman. And we built this community to connect and uplift anyone who identifies as a woman. Um, and so it actually, that's reason number one. Reason number two is my high school group of friends called each other the oh, yayas no based on a best-selling book. <laughs> called Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. And so we wanted to be, like the characters in the book, friends from multiple decades that stay together through the years. And so it's truly inspired by my yayas, which are my high school friends who've been with me for over two decades. Well, shout out to Jackie's yayas. (laughs) So then what are you trying to achieve with yaya? Why does it exist? So Paula and I started yaya because our torches got burnt out last year. We were introduced by a common friend and within a 30 minute Zoom call, we fell in love. Like truly, we like to say it was love at first (laughs) at sight. And partly it's because of these three words that brought us together, which is this question, how are you? These are everyday words that, you know, most people ask casually without even kind of waiting for listening or expecting a genuine answer. But with Paula, she really means it. And on that first call, she told me about this case she was doing to support teachers. And when she would ask teachers, how are you? Mm -hmm. They started breaking down crying. And for us to so quickly align on a problem we both wanted to solve, which was teacher burnout. And we wanted to do that for other women who felt as alone and burnout as we did. Yeah, I think one one moment that Jackie and I realized that we were building a community for women was when we realized that we started building an education community, mm-hmm. <laughs> an education platform for coaching, because we realized that teachers were burnout. But at the end of four months of running our first venture, what we realized is we are really serving women, female teachers, but we're also serving our friends. Mm-hmm. Not only. So during those four months, we got phone calls, text messages of friends that were saying, hey, I love the content that you're putting out there. I'm not a teacher. Can you connect me to a coach? I also need that because the isolation is real. Mm -hmm. And so we built a a beta app to help women connect with other women based on topics of support they needed, both personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. Professionally, whether they were having a hard time looking for a career pivot or needing to figure out how to negotiate salary, or personally, like what was top of mind, maybe fertility and how to freeze eggs or how to find a life coach. And then mm-hmm. what we wanted to do was to find out how to connect women one-on-one. So that's why we launched Yaya Connect, which is our one-to-one matching service. Um, and then we believe that sometimes it helps to have an accountability partner. And whether that's a peer group or whether that's a mm-hmm. coach, we have launched both group coaching circles as well as Yaya Coach, where you can find an affordable coach to work with you one-on-one every week to help unpack the emotions that have come up for you and how you can apply them to get better day by day, week by week at achieving your goals. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Just to zoom out a little, I just thought it was important to talk about the fact that we are in the midst of a burnout epidemic. 
And we believe that women have always carried a larger load, balancing work and family and home responsibilities. And the pandemic exacerbated this inequality that exists. And we've just seen in the research that women's stress levels are 50% higher than men. And that burnout isn't just about these long hours. It's that women feel unsupported and alone. They've exp- like experienced higher levels of loneliness and decreased feelings of friendship during the pandemic. And what women need, what actually has been proven research-wise to impact them the most is social contact and connection. And we're really exciting mm-hmm. that with more people getting vaccinated, we're going to see like the roaring 20s for women. Like women are are ready to connect, oh. ready to like re-engage, ready, like ready to take over the world. And we just want to be with them alongside them in this journey. We are a community to empower and uplift oh, women. Man. Jackie and, and we're Paula just so excited. Are just amazing women. And I'm really, really proud to be able to share their journeys and then also just to get the word out about this platform and community that they have been dreaming of and building. And I won't do a full debrief here like I normally do after an interview, but I did just want to call out one thing that I loved about Paula's story, which was that she seeks to make decisions out of love, not fear. And things have worked out better for her, and she's been happier when she focuses on something that she's achieving, not something that she wants to fix. And this actually reminds me of another episode, number 12, with Paulina Ramos called Little Spark of Madness. And she also talks about pursuing something out of love and having that as a guiding value. Anyway, that's all that I have for you today. And FYI, I just downloaded their app, Yaya, and I'm really excited to try it out. Let's look at the feed right now. There's one post that says, join our workshop tonight about combating the scarcity mindset. That sounds actually really useful. Um, And then... Mm, someone else is asking if anyone's been through ACL surgery. I can actually comment on this one. I have had ACL surgery. Let's see. Amazing. Well, anyway, just to give you an idea, but if you're interested in trying it out, you can also download it at joinyaya.com. And I should also say that Yaya is just spelled Y-A-Y-A. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy this statement extra. And it was also my first attempt at ever interviewing two people at once. But yeah, let me know what you think. DM me on Instagram at Statement Mondays. And please leave a review for Statement Mondays on Apple Podcasts. I may just read it out in a future episode. So I'm Natalie Munster, and I am reminding you to be bold. Today is Statement Monday. I'll see you next Monday. Bye.